Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, November 6, 2023, and this is day 2056 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you above all others. Thank you so much, Lord, for comforting us and helping us to see who we truly are and and how to attain every single thing you've given us to accomplish. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me, In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is stop procrastinating and just do it. (laughs) You know how we can put things off and we know good and well. You may not know right then that it's God telling you to do it, but you know deep inside you are just not feeling comfortable until you get that thing done. And of course, it's something good. It's something beneficial. It's going to help you or help others. It's something you'll know if it doesn't line up with the word of God. So we're going to be coming out of 2 Kings chapter 7, verses 3 through 9. 2 Kings 7, 3 through 9. And it says, now there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gate, which says quite a bit because four men with leprosy, they were not allowed to be at the entrance of the city gate. All right, um, so let's continue on. They said to each other, why stay here until we die? If we say we'll go into the city, the famine is there. And we will die. And if we stay here, we will die. So let's go over to the camp of the Syrians, or I'm sorry, of the Arameans and surrender. If they spare us, we live. If they kill us, then we die. At dusk, they got up and went to the camp of the Arameans. When they reached the edge of the camp, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the Arameans to hear the sound of chariots and horses and a great army so that they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired the Hittite and Egyptian kings to attack us. So they got up and fled in the dusk and abandoned their tents and their horses and donkeys. They left the camp as it was and ran for their lives. Wow. So we noticed something here. They made a move, right? They made a move in faith. They talked it out and reasoned it out like this doesn't make sense. <laughs> we're we're hungry. We're starving to death. And what do we have to lose? Our lives? Well, if we stay here, we're going to die. So why not die trying? Uh, God had already, as we can see, prepared for them, just as he does for us. All we see is Possibly um, the boundaries or the the hardship or or the obstacles uh, in the way. And uh, God is saying, I've already removed them as you begin to make your move 
to in the direction or to the point he would have you to go, he will clear the path as you go. Then it says in verse 8, The men who had leprosy reached the edge of the camp, entered one of the tents, and ate and drank. Then they took silver, gold, and clothes and went off and hid them. They returned and entered another tent and took some things and, and from it and hid them also. Then they said to each other, What we're doing is not right. This is a day of good news. And we are keeping it to ourselves. Look at this now. You know, they didn't have to do anything different, but their conscience let them know that you need to be sharing this good news. And he says, if we wait until daylight, punishment will overtake us. Let's go at once and report this to the royal palace. And they did. And the king checked it out. And it was true. And uh, the people uh, were saved because of the heroic action of these four men who had leprosy. And, I, and, I, and I'm putting emphasis on that because the Bible does, but, you know, how critical it is to understand uh, about leprosy, which we'll talk a little bit more about that or in, a, in, a, in a moment. So point number one, what are you waiting on? It's your turn to make a move. Your blessing is only a thought or an idea until you make a move and do what the Lord has put on your heart to do. Do you know how many thoughts and ideas have been stagnant because people are fearful and continue to put off their blessings? And not only blessings for them, but for others. We must stop procrastinating and do it. What do you have to lose? These four lepers came to that realization. Why stay here until we die, they said. They realized that they had nothing to lose if they simply made a move by faith. They recognized that they could lose their life either way, by sitting and doing nothing or by going into the enemy's camp. Uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, uh, who's gone on, he and his wife gone on to be with the Lord. But um, I remember him saying in one of his messages, there are so many gifts or in one of his books also, there are so many gifts in the cemetery because people chose not to use their God-given gifts and died without sharing them with others. There's so many. He goes into much more detail. It is amazing this realization that comes up on us and the way he describes it, how there's so many unwritten books in the graveyard, so many uh, unrecorded songs in the graveyard, so many uh, undeveloped businesses in the graveyard because we did not have the faith in God to overcome that fear because you you know it is a natural thing to be afraid of something that we've never done before and just as Joyce Myers always says do it afraid just start doing it we can learn so much from these amazing four men as lepers they were looked down upon and had to live outside of the camp so they could not associate with the general population in the community they had to de depend on charity from others in order to survive. 
they had to walk around uh, covered and say unclean, unclean, just so people would know they're coming through, you know, um, just in case they were, you know, around others that didn't have leprosy, but they lived in a camp where uh, all people had leprosy. And then the only way uh, that they could be declared clean was through the priest. And the priest had to, after examining them, uh, had to declare them clean because leprosy was an incurable disease. And people would literally lose limbs. You know, points of their noses would fall off, nerve endings, uh, their fingertips would fall off, things like that. But yet, God chose to use these men to go and really save this whole city. Isn't that powerful? God uses the least of uh, compared to what the world's thoughts are, right? You know, the world feels like the world system may feel like we need to use a dignitary to do that or someone famous to do that. And God uses regular people just like me and you. Point number two, they were able to save themselves as well as the as well as everyone else in the community because of their willingness to step out on faith in the Lord. They saved their community from starvation because they were willing to share the good news. <laughs> well, we too have an opportunity to, to save a starving population of sin or from sin to abundance through salvation in Jesus Christ. We must not keep this good news to ourselves. It's a matter of eternal life or eternal death. Which are we going to choose? And it is our choice. So we need to make sure that as we get all this amazing word of the Lord and growth and, you know, we're always striving. We're always, you know, growing in Christ and we're, we are no longer sinners once we say are saved, but we still sin from time to time. We still have some areas to improve upon until we until we go to be with the Lord. We're always we should always be progressing. We should always be trying to do better, you know. And there's all kinds of things that I've got to work on and and constantly working on. But but God has given us grace in order to do that, just as He did with these men. You know, <laughs> I started off um, many years ago in my early 20s working in medical billing. And I remember I worked in an outpatient surgery center uh, where they did facelifts and plastic surgery and things like that. And and I, I worked there doing billing. I, I remember working at KU and their uh, medical office uh, many years ago doing billing and medical billing. And I don't even know how I got into it, but I did. And it, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, this is what I want to do for my career. Not at all. Um, you know, never really gave thought to it. That's why I'm so happy God has blessed me to help our youth determine and decide that, um, you know, in the, in, in doing T-Zone. But no one ever talked to me about a uh, what career in school we want to take or what college to go to. And and, and then, you know, us growing up, uh, we my mom didn't talk about us going to college. I mean, she barely graduated high school herself. So, you know, not to say that that's a, an excuse not to. Many parents didn't, and they encouraged their kids to go to college. But 
but everyone's different and, and she did a good job with us and the best she knew to do. And uh, so not blaming anybody whatsoever, just that was not <laughs> something talked about uh, as we were kids. So I was in this career doing medical billing and I did not like it. <laughs> I just didn't. I just, it was drudgery every day to go in and do the same old steps. Now, you know, it depends on your area of gifting. That might be exciting to you, but it wasn't for me. And just sitting behind that desk doing the same thing every day. And one day, I remember, you know, um, there was this class that came up and I don't even know how I found out about it, but I just knew there was something more for me to do. And this class was on starting your own business. I don't even know if they, they called it entrepreneurship or not, but, and it was at Pioneer College. And this was before Kip uh, Charter School moved in there on uh, 18th and Prospect. And I remember going and taking the session and it was great and it opened my eyes to so many things that I learned about business and then I, I continued uh, to keep going to different places. Uh, Kaufman Center later had a had a um, entrepreneurship class that lasted maybe 16 sessions, you know, once a week or twice a week. And I remember going to that and then and then first step another organization that was doing the same thing. And I ended up going to theirs and and I got so uh, involved in learning how to start my business. And I finally launched it. <laughs> I launched literally, you know, more than one business after learning, you know, the template of how to do it and just, and, and it was in me, it was a God-given gift to do it. And it was the best thing I could have ever done. The first idea <laughs> was called Muffin's Boutique, named after my oldest daughter, because when uh, I would go to the store to try to find dresses for her and things for her, they didn't have, you know, her sizes. She was at that stage, at that age, she was a, a little chubby girl and uh, a little a little bigger than the, the kids that walk around that were, you know, most kids were skinny or, you know, and, and not meaning that in a derogatory term or anything like that, but just that's how it was. And it was made me so angry because I'm like, well, why don't you have cute clothes for her size? And they would just have clothes that look like a tent. It didn't, they didn't even look appealing. And so I did something about it from anger. <laughs> I decided I'm going to start my own clothing store for little girls like her that have a challenge finding cute clothes. And so I did. And I used all the things I learned in starting that business, just about everything I could think of that I learned. And then I learned some other do's and don'ts along the way. <laughs> but one thing I absolutely learned was don't be so quick to open up in a retail outlet. Start where you are. I remember meeting with a lady that had a store in the mall and I just thought, oh, I really want to do that. She said, don't do it. She said, take your time start where you are. She said, because when you have, uh, and you're in a mall or whatever, you've got to pay rent. And then you've got to also pay these additional fees for keeping the property up. I forgot what they call that. We had to pay that when we were at Crown Center. And then she said, when you order your clothing, you can't just order one 
of one size. You have to order the whole range of sizes back then. So if you wanted to order size, you know, four through, you just needed a size six, you'd have to order all the range of sizes of that one item and or at least a lot of them. And she said, so think about that. And uh, she said, then turnover is hard. People, you know, will rob, steal from you. You're a cashier. You've got it. And, and when you say you're open, you've got to be open. If you say you're open from nine to nine, you've got to be there. And she gave me some really good advice. And, and, I, and I'm grateful for that to this day. And so I started from my home and my dining room and living room. And I mean, it was something. <laughs> we had clothing racks and people coming in and buying things for their little girls. And, and I learned a great lesson I, and uh, that there were people out there that needed what we had. And, and, and there were a lot of challenges as well and overcoming those challenges. Anything we do, there are going to be challenges. But I stopped procrastinating and I got out and I did it. And then after that, I did that for a couple of years. And after that, I started, God bless me to start serving clean. And uh, that one lasted a lot longer. And, and it was hospitality staffing, you know, for parties and, and I mean, or events. And, and, it, and it was just amazing uh, to see God um, in all of this, but helping me to see that I could do it if I trusted him and I'm functioning in my calling. This is what he's called me to do. From there on, my sisters and I did started our the bakery together and Big Mama's Bakery. Then after that, now God's got me doing transition zone. So each time I started doing another one, another business after another, it got easier. But there's still challenges. Always, there's always going to be challenges. That's life. So what are you waiting on? Get busy doing what God called you to do. Stop procrastinating. This is your day. Start writing it up and then get going and doing it. And you know what's interesting? After taking those different classes, now God's got me teaching entrepreneurship classes. I'm working with not only youth, but with adults, teaching adults. And it's all in God's timing because there was times when I wanted to do it and, you know, it just wasn't time yet. And I was, I would tell people, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then, and then that was hardship. That was hard because, you know, you can't promise something and then, and then not follow through. And that's something I did that was not right. And uh, saying, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. But, you know, just, it wasn't time. Now it's time. And, and, uh, and I feel really good about it. And, and it's working <laughs> because God is in it. It is your time. You pray about it. Ask God to show you what it is he has for you. You already know what it is. I know you do. And if he's constantly, if you're constantly feeling that on your heart, get busy. Now, if you don't know Jesus, y'all, this is the best thing. This is the number one thing that God has for us to share with others. And that's his Lord and his Lord, our Lord and Savior, I should say, Jesus Christ, God's son, uh, Jesus Christ. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen.
men. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth about life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship, peer mediation, human trafficking awareness, and DIY projects. We thank you for your support and for your prayers and for your donations. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.